Hello and welcome to another episode of the Owen Podcast with me, your host, Andrew Suit, and brought to you by Ozark Mission Project. Thank you for listening today. In this episode, you will meet the 2021 college staff. First, though, a walk down memory lane. Hear these words from the Silver Anniversary OMP Journal. In 1986, after years of waiting on committee agendas, Ozark Mission Project held its first camp at Wayland Springs. 35 people traveled to Northeast Arkansas to attend OMP's first camp in Imboden. The camp resulted from the vision and dedication of several volunteers who heard a call, saw a need, and committed themselves to serving neighbors in their communities. For those of us who have been transformed by OMP during our lives, no amount of gratitude can be placed on the hard work of those volunteers and the difference their enthusiasm has made for so many. In 2010, approximately 780 adults and campers participated in OMP's 12 middle school and high school camps across Arkansas, literally covering all four corners of the state. Additionally, our college ministry went to New Orleans area with 60 campers. Between 1986 and 2010, many adjustments have occurred to respond to the changing needs of our time. Not all have been successes, but God has never failed to carry OMP through a tight spot. He is still making a difference in the lives of our neighbors, campers, and volunteers, as well as illuminating a path for OMP year after year. 25 years later, OMP has essentially stayed the same. It still responds to Jesus's command to love our neighbors as ourselves. It still relies on the generosity of businesses, churches, and the cities it serves. It still depends on the help of more than 250 volunteers. The enthusiasm in answering God's call that sparked 35 people to travel to Imboden still lights fires under new generations of campers and volunteers. The success of OMP rests peacefully with God and the conviction of every participant to serve as Jesus taught. In recognizing 25 years of service to families in Arkansas, OMP renews its commitment to transform lives through worship, fellowship, and hands-on mission, and invites you to celebrate with us, to remember our neighbors, and to answer God's call. So please welcome Allison, Ben, Crystal, John David, Hannah, Suzanne, Brooke, and Andrea to the OM podcast. I don't know why I say that like we're doing this in front of a studio audience and they'll applaud for you, but I guess you can applaud for yourselves. But uh, the only ones not with us today are Logan and Liam. So we won't hear from Logan Anderson and Liam Daniel, right? So I'm just going to ask um, each of them to go ahead and introduce themselves by sharing your name, your school, and your hometown, and anything else you want to share with us. Hi, I'm Allison Atkins. I'm from Salem Springs, Arkansas, and I'm attending the University of Arkansas. I'm wrapping up my freshman year. I first got involved with OMP, I think, three years ago, and I went with my church at Salem Springs. Shout out to Manny. And I went two years, and then this past year, there was COVID, so I didn't get to go, but I love OMP. Welcome to the show, Allison. Uh, hello, thanks for having me here. I'm uh, I'm Ben, and I go to uh, I go to Hendricks College, and I'm from Little Rock. And I first got involved with OMP the first year that I was able to my home church, Asbury United Methodist. And I think the first camp I went to was maybe in uh, in Mountain View, and I had a great time. And I went every year that I was able to after that, except for COVID, obviously. So thank you. 
Welcome to the OM Podcast, Ben. Thank you. My name is Crystal Green, and I am from the Greenwood, Fort Smith area, but I go to school in Arkansas Tech University, which is in Russellville, Arkansas. And I study, I'm a senior here, and I went to become a high school math teacher. Um, So I'm almost done, and that's really exciting. But whenever I first got involved with OMP, it was December of 2018 when we went on the college staff mission trip. And then from there, the next summer, I got on college staff. So my first summer as a college staffer was 2019, and it was such a blast, and I've been back ever since. And I think Crystal and I, we did OMP 101, or I was an adult at OMP 101 and OMP (laughs) Connect, so I know Crystal a little bit. So welcome to the show. I'm John David. I'm from El Dorado, and I'm a freshman at the University of Arkansas. And I first got involved with OMP, I don't even know when, a while ago when I was in junior high, so probably sixth or seventh grade. But yeah, I'm glad to be here. Thanks, John David. Hello. Um, excuse my voice. I am recovering from a cold. Uh, I'm Suzanne. I am currently a sophomore at UA Little Rock, and I am from Fayetteville, Arkansas. And I first got involved. I went to um, I went to OMP my I think it was seventh and eighth grade years of school, and then um, I did, I went to uh, service over self instead for a while because my church didn't do Ozark Mission Project for anyone older than eighth grade, and then I applied to college staff last year and got accepted and just sort of stayed on through the pandemic, and I'm very excited to be working this summer. Suzanne, I have to ask you. You said you have a cold. Do you ever feel like in this age of COVID nineteen, you have to apologize to people and go? I promise it's not COVID. I do. I do. Even though I am fully vaccinated and I have tracked my symptoms. I even attempted to get a COVID test last year that ended up coming back inconclusive. And it was just kind of really frustrating (laughs) because people are like, are you sure it's not COVID? Are you sure it's not COVID? And I think people fail to realize that other diseases, other sicknesses are still spreading the cold, the flu, 50 million different minor viruses and things. It's all still spreading. And, uh, I am pretty sure it is not COVID. <laughs> my name is Brooke Lang. Um, it's my first year at Liberty University, but I'm actually from Rogers, Arkansas. And my first OMP was back in middle school. I couldn't tell you what year it was. Um, and it was actually in Conway. I'm super excited to be on college staff. Hi, I'm Andrea Stitt. I'm from Bologna, Arkansas, and I am graduating in just a couple weeks from Hendricks College with my major in psychology degree. I want to go try to do some social work after this. I got involved in OMP in my the summer after my eighth grade year, and it was at camp in El Dorado, and I have been hooked ever since. I've attended every summer that I possibly could, and a couple summers I've even went twice. It was a lot of fun, and I always enjoy doing it every summer. I am Hannah Carr. I am a junior at the University of Arkansas. Fun fact, I'm John David's RA, so we're, we see each other a lot. I first got involved at OMP the exact same way Crystal did. I went on a college mission trip in 2018. It was right after our freshman year. And after that, we joined college staff. I was there my first summer. So the freshman summer after my freshman year did a message last year for OMP virtually. And then now I'm back again on college staff for my junior year. Welcome to the show, Hannah. So what have you learned in your roles with OMP? I feel like in OMP, 
Um, I've just been a college staffer and like a volunteer, but I definitely realized the impact that you make on students um, because whenever you walk into the room, you're like the person who hung the moon. Like they think you are the most important person in the world. Um, and so they really look up to you. They really look at your actions. They really like see you for who you are, but like they want us to be fun with them and they want us to be um, exciting and just be real with them. Like we're not trying to put on a fake front or anything. And so like just having that realness with them just makes our relationship grow and I still talk to a lot of my college or to a lot of my campers still Logan who is not on this call right now but like she was one of my campers and we still talk almost every day so and um, there's just a lot of good that comes out of it and there's still a lot of inspiration and of course you follow your campers on like social media and you can still comment um, and just leave little you know nice things and they see that and they're like oh yeah that's you know that's her so um, it's just really really cool way to experience life with younger people than you and to kind of close that gap that we were talking about earlier through the like, young adulthood and like you. When I was a camper, I learned and had to relearn a couple different times that just because I'm at OMP, it doesn't necessarily mean OMP is all about me. Like, yes, like the campus experience is really important, but you also have to remember you're here doing work for your neighbor. And sometimes that can get lost in the, I'm here at this camp having fun with my friends and doing all of this really cool work for God, but neighbor also kind of piggybacking off of what Andrea said just coming in like when you interact with your neighbors with like an open heart and an open mind because a lot of times they've they have experiences that are like life-changing and just they're a lot of times they're like willingness to share kind of for us to just see their perspective a lot of times is kind of just changes our perception of the world thanks John David something I learned about myself uh the first summer that I worked for OMP and on the mission trip that we went on was when God calls you to something he will equip you so when we first came in uh Crystal and I shared this experience too. I feel like I'm just sharing Crystal stuff, but um, we were really struggling at first, if I can say that Crystal and you can completely disagree with me, but we knew nothing about construction. We knew nothing about relating with youth uh, and working with people who are different than us. You have to knock on strangers' doors and be like, hey, you put in this application and I want to look at it and I know nothing about construction. I know nothing about you, but I'm here to kind of make this happen. And it's just so awesome because there's a community of people to support and uplift you and to teach you how to do that. But also, again, the Lord is teaching you how to love people. And so no matter if you're OMP taught me that, but it's true for everybody um, in our walk with Christ is that we're always going to be called to things and we're not going to know how to do them because if we knew how to do them, there'd be no point in this process and like the journey that you're on. So kind of learn that I'm always going to be jumping out of my comfort zone and OMP really was a good opportunity to like learn how to do that. I appreciate that, Hannah, because um, I've been allowed to direct two camps, I think, and been on, on volunteer staff. I've been a driver and I don't know how to build anything. If you know Hank Godwin, you've probably talked with Hank, he would confirm that Andrew doesn't know how to do anything. He's just a big loser. So, <laughs> which means that God can take anybody, including big losers. And um, you, you all are winners. But uh, God can 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 use us all. That's that's awesome. I would also piggyback off of that and say that's also something I've learned through OMP because um, not last summer due to COVID, but the summer before that, I actually was one of the camp Hannah was working at, and I was both the tool and the worship coordinator. On top of doing both of those roles, it was a very unique camp that we were do doing we were hosting a one large youth group from Louisiana 
and so everything was just like not going according to the, the plan that I had in my brain and I had to figure out how to adjust myself and not stress myself out because everyone was having a good time regardless whether it was going to my plan or not so I just had to learn to be flexible and to like move around what's going on and not try to force things to happen right good life lesson that's good thanks Andrea what's the funniest or most meaningful story you remember from an OMP summer camp um I've only been to OMP twice but I've never had a project go perfectly or like not had some sort of mishap probably not a good sign going into this but um I remember the first time I went to camp we finished our project up and there was another group that they had been working on painting this house like the inside outside everything all week and so we wanted to give them a break on their last day so they could go do something else so we went there to finish up and we were just gonna like do a second paint job on a few rooms and we start going in and trying to paint this one room and the paint just starts peeling off the wall like bubbles of paint start forming because they had forgotten to put on primer and this wall like primer was never used so then we spent the whole day peeling apart this walls and it was like going through the decades of like wallpaper styles like we went through five layers of like different wallpapers and paints and we had to just peel it all off and it was a mess it was on the last day and so we had to call another group to help it was it was a total mess one girl in our group was crying because she had we had been there yesterday too and she had painted this room almost all by herself and now it was all peeling and falling apart and so me and like this kid named Christian we were we were kind of having fun because it was just coming off in huge sections like I have pictures it was I mean it was bad but it was fun so we were just peeling it and eventually we all got kind of frustrated with each other it wasn't fun anymore it was just little pieces flaking off and so at one point we were all just kind of like not really happy with each other just kind of like not wanting to be there and Michelle our one of our like adults she was on top of this like bunk bed trying to like get to the spot and I remember I said something kind of marked that I probably shouldn't have said but I didn't really have a filter at this point and like next thing I know like there's like a freak or whatever and she's like I think I'm falling and I was like you're not falling and all of a sudden she comes crashing through from the top bunk and she falls onto the bottom bunk and she wasn't moving at first and so I was like oh my gosh she's dead and the last thing I said I sassed her like that was all running through my and then all of a sudden she just started laughing and I was like oh okay she's okay she's fine and she was okay which is why this is a funny story because she was perfect but she was okay otherwise it wouldn't be funny oh good you're not dead our entire day around like her like I know it's kind of crazy she she could have gotten really hurt but like after that we all just kind of laughed and we're like this is awful but we're in it together and we're gonna finish this and we actually were able to fix the bunk bed like apparently it just detaches somehow and we just had to reattach it I don't even know but she went falling through and all this stuff was coming out it was it was a mess and it was one of the scariest moments of my life like I thought I watched someone die but after all that like we just we just joked about it and then we were telling everybody about it whenever we got back we're like oh my gosh she fell through a bunk bed like but yeah so it was an awful day that like became so much better because of that one little thing. <laughs> Great story, Allison, and I'm glad Michelle survived. <laughs> yeah. My first year, piggybacking off of what Hannah said, it was a mess. Um, I remember crying um, whenever we had to do construction plans. I was like, I don't know what this is. I did not sign up for that, um, but I did. And anyways, we persevered and we made it. And um, somebody that really helped me was a previous college staffer. Her name was Alexis Bopel. And we were put on the same team and we were together all summer long and um that summer like I don't like speaking in front of people but she pulled me aside whenever I was about to give my first sermon and she told me like Crystal stop being nervous um you have to change the world and you do that by being yourself and um then Alex passed away and she was one of my good friends um but she's definitely like the most meaningful part of OMP 
keep me. And so um, I just, I love sharing her story because she is like, ah, <laughs> she's just so great. And I know that if you've known her, you also know that as well. Well, thanks for being vulnerable and sharing that, Crystal. Uh, I think a lot of you probably knew Alexis and she, she was incredible. But it just goes to show you exactly what you were talking about. When these kids coming to camp this summer look at you and they think you hung the moon, you absolutely can live into that. Not that it's all about how awesome you are. Alexis is great. Each of you are awesome and great too. But when you really live into who God has called you to be, it just becomes contagious. So I think if, if, if there's anything we can learn from her life and um, the short time we had with her, my gosh, you guys can can rock the world. I, I think you can change the world. And often it's not in the big things you do. It's in the little things you do. I think Shane Claiborne talked about that in Irresistible Revolution, that get ready to do something small for Jesus. And it can just be in those little things and, and you make the difference in, in, in someone's life. So thanks for sharing that, Crystal. Uh, so this was my second camp of the summer after my senior year. So this was like officially like, okay, I can't be a camper anymore kind of deal. And so me and four of my friends made our own family group. Like one of my friends was old enough to be our driver. We used my car and we became a family group. Like I said, she was driving my car and we got to the first work day and we did our work day and it was great and it was awesome. And then we all get my car packed up and loaded in and she just drives forward. Just so I was like, hey, I think there's a ditch. She drives my car into a ditch. Oh no. And so I get out and look. It wasn't a deep ditch luckily. So we were just able to back out. But the rest of the trip, I just had to make fun of her for driving my car into a ditch. We made shirts at the end where our family gives to each other. And hers says, or mine says, hey mom, I think that's a ditch. And hers says, oh man, this is a ditch. And it was just the funniest thing. I still have that shirt. (laughs) I think for me, one of like, always one of the funniest parts of OMP is like the lip sync competitions. And so uh, a few summers ago, I was on volunteer staff with Rebecca Dodson and Jack Vaughn. And we decided we were going to do a whole new world, you know, as one does. And so we tried, like, we had to get the whole staff involved, but obviously the whole new world is just two people. So I remember I was the moon. And so I have a paper plate with like my face cut out of it. And I'm just like inching behind them, holding up like the sky. And then Jack Vaughn is laying on the floor with like a blanket over him, like inchworming with them as they walk and sing. And I think just the image of me just hanging there with like the, my face cut out and then Jack Vaughn inchworming his way across the floor is one of my funniest memories of OMP. We taught, my family group one time taught a kid how to ride a bike without training wheels. Um, he, he was riding with training wheels and uh, he wanted to learn how to ride without them. So one person, while they were taking a break, we were, we were painting the whole house. So we were there for the entire, the entire time. And while one person would take a break and uh, just teach this kid how to ride a bike without training wheels. And by the end of the week he was riding a bike without training wheels perfectly what are you looking forward to most this summer i'm really looking forward to an in-person camp and doing doing something that is not just my normal school life doing something that is not the normal things i have been doing for the past year and i'm just very excited because last year's virtual camp i i didn't do much in it i just i just did not feel i wasn't able to i had a job that i was working at but i'm very excited to do something in person that is 
not what I usually do and have been doing for the past like nine months or something. I'm ready to get out of the house. That's a good thing to look forward to. Yeah. Thanks, Suzanne. Honestly, I'm so excited to get sawdust everywhere. I'm so excited to get dirty and sweaty and do that hard work because like at the end of the day, when like you see your finished project, it's such a rewarding feeling. Like I got to help with Bologna UMC. We built an outdoor stage really recently and I was there from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. and it was the best thing ever. I had so much fun and it just kind of was like got me ready. I was like, okay, I am ready for OMP. Bring it on. Not that I'm counting or anything, but there's only 32 more days until college staff and I get to meet you all in person. And then there's only 42 more days until I get to meet the campers in person. And so I'm just really excited to meet all these new people um, that will walk with me and, you know, be my prayer partners for life now. Um, but also to uh, meet my, like the new, the new neighbors that we're going to get to meet. Um, even if they're not our neighbors, they're just the applicants. I think that that's such a blessing and like to know that somebody's there thinking about them um, and trying to help them, um, whether we pick them or not to do their project. But yeah, I'm just really excited to meet everybody and make those new connections. Thanks, Crystal. I love that, that even that connection, even if you don't end up doing the project, getting to connect with your neighbor in that way, that's, that's good. Um, well, I'm unlike Andrea and I don't look forward to the sweat. I do look forward to the seeing like the finished product and just I love seeing like just the neighbors reactions when they come out and they see like the room that's been painted or like the wheelchair ramp that lets them get out of their house. I just I think like just the looks on their faces just brings me so much joy. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm bored to. I met so many people my first year and I was ready to like was it Crystal that just said this? I should have learned who just said this but the people that you meet are the best and just to have those relationships because this kind of Arkansas group of mostly Methodists is kind of a small community. So once you meet them, you're most likely going to see them again. And so it's so funny, it's so fun to serve with them and to meet the neighbors that you work with and to hear their stories. I just, I'm really big into the relational aspect of LMP. It's my most favorite. So you also have a challenging summer ahead of you. This pandemic is not over yet. And last year was a virtual experience with OMP Connect. So what challenges do you anticipate this summer being on college staff in a different way, even than it was in the past? I think one of the things I think will be the biggest challenge, um, my favorite part of OMP was always getting to meet so many people from all over Arkansas. And because of COVID, we're having to watch that a little bit, trying not to like cross family groups and stuff like that. Um, I think that's going to be rough. Um, especially because you'll already have those church dynamics set up. But I think it's a challenge that the youth groups will definitely get to grow through as they do it. And they'll probably come out stronger because of it, even though they don't get to interact as much with other churches. That's a really important answer, Brooke. I thank you for sharing that because this is a time for youth groups, especially that they're maybe kind of rebuilding relationships. So maybe you look at how OMP can help facilitate that this year versus the typically mixing up of groups. That's that's really good. Thanks, Brooke. Uh, sort of really- Related to that, I anticipate the biggest challenge being virtual pandemic burnout because I know I myself have definitely experienced it. And especially like most people have been for about a year now doing things virtually, doing Zoom calls, and people are tired of it. And it's going to be, I do anticipate there being intense. It's going to be really stressful to go and work with kids all day, but then be like, oh, now we've got to do a virtual call so we can remain socially distanced and safe. And I know that for me personally, I have definitely gotten just so tired about thinking of COVID. 
COVID every single day. But when you're doing a camp like OMP, you can't ignore it because it's very important to keep all those safety protocols in mind. So burnout is the biggest challenge I anticipate. And you say that as here we are on a virtual or on a Zoom call. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. The irony. Yeah. Not only as we are here on this Zoom call, but also as I am finishing up a semester where for Tuesdays and Thursdays, I do over five hours of Zoom classes. I think going off of Suzanne's point, uh, I'm definitely worried about the impact that worship is going to have because I know just in my normal classes that I have to participate in to get a grade, it's difficult to pay attention. And so I always remember how impactful worship was for me at OMP. And that was probably one of my favorite parts of OMP. And I'm just really worried that the campers won't come away with some of those good mountaintop feelings that like we sometimes come to associate with OMP worship. Because it's going to be virtual worship again this year, right? As I understand it. So you'll tune in after a day of work. That will be different. Um, I think like as a like a college staffer, I think one of our most important jobs is to like connect with the youth. And I just hope that I think it's going to be like a struggle since like we're not with them as much. And like we don't have as many activities like after the like the day ends to like just hang out with them and get to know them that I just hope we're still able to like connect with them on the same level that we usually are. Yeah, I think it's a good point, John David, because like Andrew, you're saying without worship, it is really hard um, to make connections with them. And I think OMP is almost easier. Like sharing is the best part of OMP um, to kind of hear how God is witness to people. And I think it's really easy to do that when you're in worship with people and you know that they are there to support your faith. And so I hope that we still, I mean, we still are, but it's definitely going to be harder to kind of help them in their faith journey and kind of help them connect what the Lord is doing in their life when we don't get to be a part of that um, kind of reflection every day. Y'all are making me think about the importance of how you all will be to each other this summer too. I think that you'll have that bonding experience with each other that no other college staff has probably had before uh, because you don't get as much time with your campers. You certainly do, but I encourage you to to really take that for what it's worth, but also knowing that at some point that means you will be fighting, you will be arguing with one another, you'll become a family, uh, be prepared for all of that too. So OMP's mission, as you know, is, I don't know if you can say it with me, to transform lives through worship, fellowship, and hands-on mission. Can you give our listeners of the OM podcast one practical thing that they could do even today to serve their neighbor? They can't go out and build a wheelchair ramp or paint or peel the paint off of a wall, <laughs> but what is one practical thing that they could do today even? Um, I would say something that I think is really important is because of COVID, a lot of people have been more isolated. So just like messaging people or giving someone a call that you haven't talked to in a while or haven't heard from and just making sure that the people around you that you haven't been able to reach out to are still doing okay because um, mental health has really been affected by this pandemic. People aren't used to this. And like I make a point of texting my grandfather like every day now. Like I know more about what's going on with him and all his doctor visits before my mom does at this point. But <laughs> so just like reaching out to people and making sure they're doing okay because that can really mean a lot like just getting a text if you're having a bad day mm -hmm. that you weren't expecting that could really make someone's day that's neat allison someone actually in my a member of my church has started a letter writing ministry because mm -hmm. also we're such a text and email and social media driven uh people now so imagine receiving a handwritten note too i think that would be that would be neat the very first idea that came to my mind was to bring food and most of the time in the context of bringing your neighbor's food if you want something that is like 
super physical, practical to do. Most of the time in my life, I, I only think about it when someone dies in someone's family and you bring them food there, but you can bring food to anyone at any time. And it doesn't have to be a whole meal. It can just be cookies or something, you know, definitely just bringing them to your neighbors if you know them and feel comfortable, if you want to get to know them. It's a good way to make friends and it's a, it's a good thing to do. That's why people do it. I love that. That's good, Suzanne. I was just talking to a neighbor about one of these days I want to grill out hot dogs for the neighborhood. He said, oh, let me know and, and we'll, um, we'll, we'll do something together. Good idea. Suzanne, you actually just reminded me of something like I'm in Delta Game at the U of A and I love the stuff that we're doing right now. Usually we like to go to the um, retirement and like veteran homes and go and hang out with those people because a lot of them don't get a lot of visitors. We haven't been able to do that because of COVID. So something we've been doing is for all the holidays, like we'll make them door decorations and they take so much pride in like their door decorations whenever you bring them or like getting, putting snacks together. They love butterscotch. It's true. And so like calling them up and being like, hey, what kind of candy do you guys need? Any card games and things like that? And then writing them little notes and like sometimes we'll get stuff back from them and they are just, they're so happy. Like some of them may have family that like can call them and like talk to them, but a lot of them don't. And so this has been really hard for them. That's good, Allison. Thank you. I think honestly, it can just be something as simple as just being nice to everyone you see. Like a lot of times in today's world, like we don't know someone or like we pass someone on the street and we just instantly like judge them or like we just kind of like you know turn your head so like you don't make eye contact or anything but just like smile at the person that you're passing or say hi to people you know that as you pass them and just showing people that like you know you can be loving to people you don't know. That's good John David and I think the word I you made me think of is notice is just learning to notice people is, re is really important. This is going to be cliche but of course like pay it forward. Um, I think it goes to say a lot whenever a random person that you don't know pays it forward just out of the kindness of their heart. And then you are to take that same um, gesture and do it to somebody else out of the kindness of your heart. Um, not because you feel like obligated to do it, but, um, and I feel like that's uh, something that misses, that's missing a lot right now because people just maybe don't have the finances right now or they're scared because, oh, I can't touch it and then let them touch it because of COVID. So I think that that's something that we can start to do again, hopefully. Please remember sunscreen. I have been given the nickname sunburn from my lacrosse team this season because I've gotten so many sunburns. Even if you don't think you need sunscreen because it's cloudy outside or it's snowing, put on sunscreen. Yes, sunscreen is very important, especially for those of us who are a little more pale than others. Right? <laughs> Exhibit A. So here is a classic OMP question uh, during sharing, uh, which is at the end of the day during... Uh, um, the, the, right before worship, typically you'll share about your day. And one of those questions is, how have you seen God lately? So I want to ask each of you as we conclude this episode, how have you seen God lately? I've seen God this week, well, mostly all of this semester. I have been with my lacrosse team since before school started, and we finished our last game yesterday. And they have been so supportive and so kind and so friendly and welcoming this whole semester when it's been hard for everyone that I've just seen God through them every single day because I was with them 
almost every single day. For me, so like kind of coming to college this year and being a freshman, I was really worried about like not meeting a bunch of people or like not having like a good or like not being able to find a good like Christian community. But just I've seen God recently just through getting to know the people in my like college ministry a lot better, um, which like I've known them like kind of throughout the whole year. But just like this past few weeks, we've really gotten a lot closer. And so just I've seen God through the people around me and them just being able to push me as a Christian and me being able to push them. I honestly think it has been pretty hard to see God lately, but I think a lot of that comes from if anybody's like inside the church daily, um, you know, like we haven't been in person. Um, we just now started going back in person at the church that I work at. Um, but now that we are back in person, I have like a more sense of community, which was missing a lot whenever we were, you know, Zoom calling and worshiping online and you didn't really get to see anybody. But now that we're back in person and um, I get to see all my kids, all my youth, um, it's really, it's really fun and it's really fulfilling for me um, to just share in their joys and to share in their struggles. Um, and that's something that I think can be said for all of us, just being able to have somebody to talk to and have somebody to notice you, like you were talking about earlier. So I think just here recently, it's just been in fellowship with friends. I have to agree about the um, fellowship thing because uh, one of the main ways that I see God is um, conversing with the people that I worship with every Sunday. We've been we've been doing Zoom services for many months now, almost since just since the pandemic started last year. And um, and even though I do really miss getting to be in person, it's also really nice. Um, it's also really nice to converse with them through Zoom because despite all of the changes that virtual conversation does. To to, uh, relationships. I still get to see them every week. I still get to talk with them. And it's a church of mostly older folks, but we're a really small church and a really close-knit church. And I just feel really at home there. And that's where I see God a lot. Very good. Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. We're Zoomed out. We're virtual in the strange world. But at the same time, those digital communities represent a real community too. Thanks, Suzanne. That's really important. Um, I think for me, I'm a preacher's kid, actually. And so I think there's like this saying that you can't preach preach to a preacher's kid and I think it's very true like a lot of times if my dad's up there I just I just I tune him out because that's what I'm used to tuning him out that's real and so I feel like even though I'm not in my youth group anymore I still feel like really connected with my youth group and stuff and I still get to see those kids all the time and my old youth pastor and they're going to OMP and OMP is a really big thing at my church I mean the second it's over it's on to planning the next OMP and like where do you guys want to go and like who's going and it's it's very it's like year round all we do is talk about OMP and so as it's getting closer I know that they're getting so excited and they're all like starting to like figure out what they're going to bring and I know soon they're going to be going to Lowe's and filling up the toolboxes because that's like a tradition and so I like seeing them getting excited and knowing I still get to kind of be there is really cool so I think that's how I've seen God lately is I get this opportunity to like still go and like be a part of OMP even though I'm not like in my youth group anymore. So you're Clark's daughter. Yes. <laughs> okay. I figured that out there. That He'll be proud to know that you tune him out. <laughs> But that's just dad. I've got two young kids now and, and they don't listen to me either. So as a college kid and a freshman, it, there's a tendency of like stepping away from the church. And I definitely have seen that as a temptation this semester uh, or not this semester, this year. But my sweet friend, Holly, um, I'm really far from home and I actually don't even have a car. But um, I've seen God through how she's been so willing to take me to different churches I want to try out um, and just like dedicating part of her. Sunday and her Sunday worship so that we can just go and um, worship together.
together. So I've really seen God through her. I think for me, I know the question was, where have you seen God today? But I'm going to go ahead and take everybody else's direction, which is like, how have you seen God this year or semester? Just kind of like the common theme of the question. So we're kind of changing it for you. Um, I think for me, I became the president of my college ministry uh, at the beginning of the semester. And it has been so cool to not only be a part of like how the church works, um, but like even in the times where it gets exhausting and where people are in disagreement and conflict, because that never happens in a church, um, to really get to the root of it and to hear the Lord tell you where to go. So what I've really been praying lately is, Lord, I know what I want to do in this situation. I know who I think is in the wrong. I think I know what we need to do, um, what decisions we need to make, but that's not really what I need to do here. Like, I know that you're putting something on my heart to do that's even harder. So that's what I've been like in the um, situation I'm dealing with this week. That's been really difficult. I've just been praying lately, like, Lord, where are you leading me to go? Not where I where I want to go. So like, not my will, but thine. And so that kind of has been like on my heart lately this week um, in this semester. And that's what I hope to do um, next semester too. I've been discerning a call to ministry this entire semester, really this year. Um, and so that's what I've been praying this whole time is, okay, Lord, where are you leading me? And that's what I hope to do this summer too, as we, you know, go through OMP. That's excellent, Hannah. Thank you for sharing that. I actually do several podcasts with pastors who were OMP college staff. I call it the OM pastor episodes. So you can be in ministry a lot of times because of of how Im- how OMP has impacted your life. So that's that's excellent and how God has impacted your life through that. Well, if I would say like a place where I've seen God lately, I think like I was just really floored to be able to be able to go back to church on Easter and just to see like even if it's like small things, it's like some sense of normalcy seems to be returning at least in, in a very small way. So I think lately I've just been trying to take notice of that kind of stuff, like even if it is like really small and just appreciate the way that God is working in the world in that way. Excellent. Thanks, Ben. And to all of our listeners, I want to encourage you to think about this question of how have you seen God lately? For both the college staff here and those who are listening, there's a reason why that's a classic OMP sharing question. And that's because if we practice the presence of God in our lives, we should be able to answer that question every day and be able to say, okay, if I've been practicing that presence of God, I will be able to notice when those things are happening around me. I will be able to see, oh, God was at work here because we're paying attention to it, right? So um, just something for all of our listeners and some advice for our college staff is really this summer, a strange summer that it's going to be, look to see God on the move in the good, in the bad, and in the ugly. God is going to move this summer. And I want to just say thank you to each of you. I think OMP is in good hands this summer. So thank you and God bless you all. Thanks for listening to the OM Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to let others know about it. For more information about OMP, including how to get involved, support this ministry, register for camp, and more, go to ozarkmissionproject.org. If you would like to be a guest or know someone who would make a good guest, contact me at andrew.suite at arumc.org. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace.